welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical and biblical advice on the hard-to-navigate areas of daily life. Thank you for joining. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Asking for a Friend. Um, very excited to be in the studio today with Jared. Hello, hey, Jared. Hey, everybody. And um, as we wrap up the season, we wanted to do a little bit more of a fun episode. So today, we're going to see what Jared knows about Gen Z slang and jargon. Mm, I um, minored in Gen Z slang in college. Yeah, yeah we're just going to see if you know the things that the kids are saying these days. Yeah. And hopefully, some of our older listeners, old like Jared. Old like me. Um, they can... Uh, just be informed and know what the kids yeah, are talking about can, when they uh, say these things. Relate to your child or your <laughs> grandchild, younger associate, or yeah. And um, and um, if you are saying these things, then you can kind of <laughs> maybe get just a tidbit of insight on what Jared believes the Bible says about these things. About slang. About slang. About the concept behind the slang. Why it's, a, it's being used currently. Yeah, mm. and, and just like about the idea, you know, the, the concept. So it's going to be a speed round, lightning round type deal. We're going to spend two minutes on each one. Um, Did you get these off the TikTok? Yeah, some of them are from the TikTok. Um, our audience, all one of them, Brenna, um, helped me compile a list of some terms that the kiddos are using. Have they decided when Gen Z ends yet? I have no idea. I just know that I'm a part of it. And sometimes I'm embarrassed by that. And well, sometimes everybody likes to be I a part it. of something. <laughs> it feels nice to belong. <laughs> I don't want to be in the generation of the kids that are on TikTok right now. Well, I don't know. I feel like my millennials, we were the collective whipping post for That's a That's true. Of Everyone years. hates millennials. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Gen Z, they're going to... They're going to overtake y'all for most hated generation. Well, you always pick on the ones uh, younger than you. It's kind of like when you're um, like a senior in high school. It's like, oh my gosh, the freshmen just look so young. I and hate they're so freshmen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's everybody, everybody's feeling Yeah. as they grow up. For sure. So this is going to be a fun one, and hopefully... But to, oh, I have a question for you as um, our resident Gen Z expert. <laughs> so me and Emily have seen a lot of Gen Z hate towards millennials, not even millennials. So like... We get made fun of. Gen, Gen Z is making fun of millennials. There's a, a side part versus center part debate I've heard things about. <laughs> what? With hair. What is being made fun of? That millennials do side parts and Gen Zs do center you parts. You know, Brenna roasted me a couple weeks ago for doing a side part. And I See, was like, See, that's the thing. But side parts are the... So another thing apparently is Gen Z takes shots at millennials for how much we like Harry Potter. Which what's... <laughs> <laughs> like for for knowing our Hogwarts houses and job yeah. application name date of birth yeah, Harry Potter house. There's like all these uh, Gen Zs roasting like um, knowing your Harry Potter like that's not a personality trait or you know it's just a, <laughs> that yeah. Is so there's funny. a lot. Usually it's the older generation hating on the younger generation, but Gen Zs mixing that up and go ahead and throw in a bunch of shade towards millennials. Dang. Wow, I I think Emily's told me about the Harry Potter one before, yeah, and it makes me like, laugh because it's so true. That was our childhood, and it's... Uh... <laughs> I'm just picturing a first date, and then someone's like, so what's your Harry Potter house? I guarantee that has happened before. I mean, it's on my list of questions. So. Yeah, like, 
if you're not a Gryffindor, this is... Oh my gosh. I remember... Go ahead. You know, this isn't the Harry Potter podcast. This isn't about millennials. This is about you guys. Okay, so we're going to start. I have a list. It's in alphabetical order because Mm. I like things in alphabetical order. Um, Is that because you're Gen Z? I don't know. All All my music playlists are in alphabetical order, too. And I listen to them in order, alphabetical order. Okay, I think that's just a you thing. Uh, next episode. Okay. So the first one is um, clowning or being a clown. <laughs> being a clown or clowning, because I feel like I've heard it kind of hmm. in different. Okay, let's go with clowning. Is that kind of like acting a fool? Okay. Yeah. I think that's how it would have been said when I was in high school. Just being ridiculous for an effect kind of thing. Dang. I guess this one's not. I guess it's just one I hear lately. I guess it's not a unique lately? term. Clowning. Like, is it getting more popular? Sometimes it's hard with slang because slang will come back around. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay, well, So I did mean, I use it appropriately? Yes, you got it spot on. This is the Urban Dictionary definition. Okay, let's hear it. Being played or treated as a joke, comma, this is the definite, that, this one I'm about to read is how I think of it, to make an absolute fool of someone or behaving like a clown. Yeah. So, like, when I say to someone, oh, stop clowning, it's just mm-hmm. like, stop being stupid. Yeah. But the way Urban Dictionary described it is um, when you're clowning on someone, like, you're making them seem like a fool. Do you know what okay. I mean? Like, you're making a clown out of them okay. to an audience. So Okay. So is it used both ways? Like if somebody's acting ridiculous, or if you're making fun of them? Right. Is, so is it? Yeah, I, a I see it used term? both. Yeah. 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 I mostly just say like, "Oh, stop clowning! Why like, are you always clowning ridiculous? all the time?" Yeah. Stop acting the fool. Yeah. What do you have to say about acting a fool for attention? Mm. I don't <laughs> advise it. <laughs> uh, after uh, eleven years of being a youth pastor, oh gosh, <laughs> with lots uh, of clowning. Yeah, here. teenagers in general, uh, I especially think, teenage boys. Yeah, I was about to say that guys. Um, it is like um, a substitute or just like a crutch for wanting to receive attention for sure. Um, so there are better ways to get positive <laughs> attention than acting like a fool. Some of it, you know, let's give some some guys, you know, some are just good-natured and a little goofy, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it can uh, go overboard. For sure, for sure. Mm. I would have very much been guilty of that between Clowning. ages 16 and 19. Yeah, I feel myself acting like a clown when I'm, like, in a setting like college group, and then I start, like, being really loud and obnoxious, and I can feel it, and I just feel like, wow... I hate how I'm behaving right now, but I can't, can't stop. stop. <laughs> uh, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, or it's like I have this reputation of being a clown. So if I stop being a clown, everyone comes up to me and they're like, "Are you okay? Are yeah. you okay?" Well, like... <laughs> well that's, yeah, that's the negative aspect. You know, we'll we'll behave how we think people perceive us. So. Mm. Mm. Okay. Next one. Okay. Clown. We're already behind. Yep. Okay. Ghosting. This um, one you know, I think. Yeah, it's when you try to communicate with the dead. Correct. Yes. Wow, I think... We don't advise that as Christians, <laughs> because you can't, and it's not dead people. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, he's it's not gonna joking. Take a turn. No, it's going to take a turn. Yeah, that's, a, that's another conversation right there. Yeah. Next season. The spirit world. Um, go, yeah, so like if you're talking to somebody, and they are no longer interested in you, instead of just saying like, hey, I'm no longer interested in you, they just stop responding. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yes. It's a rude move. 
Yeah, totally. And it happens so much. I've never ghosted anyone. I think I'm too sensitive to ghost people. Um, I'm more of the type to get ghosted than ghost. You know? I bet everybody thinks that's them. But but the Urban Dictionary definition is when someone cuts off all communication with their friends or the person they're dating slash talking to with zero warning or notice beforehand. Okay, show of hands, who has been ghosted? Jared's raising his hand. You've never been ghosted? I'm not. No. Really? I don't. I don't, no, I've never been ghosted. Like nobody just cut you off and you didn't really know why? No. Oh, look at you. I, that, because I'm, I you don't. You just said you were more likely the type to be ghosted I said more likely, but I haven't been ghosted. If someone tries to ghost me, um, I'm going to hunt them down and I will text them every day. Um, I've done that. Raise your hand if you've done that. Hunted somebody down? Yeah. Um, so what is, I think something you mentioned that I think we can speak into a little bit is when you said, Instead of telling someone, hey, I don't like where this is going or I don't yeah. see us moving forward, just cutting them off. I think that we yeah. can talk about that. Um, on the not nice side, I would say it's in, in a lot of ways typically kind of just cowardly. Mm. Like you are avoiding an uncomfortable conversation. So you're just like avoiding a level of discomfort, but you're doing it at the expense of somebody else just not knowing what happened. Um, so I, I would say that's the negative side. And I don't advise like, that's not a good way to go through life. And I think what ends up happening is that's a good way to develop a negative reputation and just have a lot of like burnt bridges in your past if you were just unwilling to provide clarity for people about where you stood. Yeah. And so. I think something I heard on a different podcast that I will say on this podcast to make our podcast seem good. But Put it uh, in the podcast footnotes. Yeah. Um, but especially if you're ghosting other Christians or someone you see at church or something, it's just not valuing someone and it goes back to that like seeing others as god sees them and well and the, respecting gol the golden rule you know do unto others as you would have them do to you mm -hmm. nobody likes to be ghosted so yeah. don't ghost people like you would want clarity and yeah and we tend to think i know we, a lot of people have a fear of rejection but honestly i would rather somebody hey look i'm you know it's done for me or i'm not interested in you versus just like the unknown of why'd you just cut me off that's yeah kind of a jerk to move. me that's just so uh yeah yeah it's, it's and it's a hard conversation but it's better to just say hey i don't like where this is going instead of i'm gonna avoid you every time i see you for the next year until you forget about me and i'm gonna pretend we never talked it just doesn't make sense but okay that was but. good you're you two for two You so don't far. know because you've never been ghosted. Yeah, I've never been ghosted. Guys, if you want to ghost me, um, no, I'm just kidding. You just threatened to hunt people down. No, so. you know, I get ghosted because every week on here I'm like, hey, y'all should email me at the podcast and no one ever emails. Is that ghosting? Sure. That's just not getting responses. Okay, what's our next next term? Um, you're two for two so far, so this is proving I to be less funny than I thought. I mentioned this in a college lesson not that long ago, I so know. you knew I knew it. I, know, I knew okay. you knew keep that Keep going, one. keep going. Okay, leaving someone on read or delivered. These are two separate concepts, but I'm pretty sure you know what leaving someone on read is. I just explained this one to Emily because she didn't know what it meant. She okay. thought it was the color. So how would you <laughs> describe leaving someone on red, R-E-A-D? Yeah, so it's just with iPhones, right? Or do the other phones do it? Hmm, it's just with iPhones, yeah, if you have your red receipts on. Yeah, so if, for those of you who don't know, with iPhones, like iPhone to iPhone text messaging, unless you turn off this little feature, oh, I might sneeze. I'm okay. scared. It might still happen. Um, basically, if I text Taylor, iPhone to iPhone, 
when she opens that message on my phone, it's going to say that she read the message. So I know. And it'll say the time. Yeah, too. it'll say when <laughs> she read the message. So I could be like, okay, I sent Taylor and asked her this question. Like, hey, can you get this thing done for work before the end of the day? And it'll be like, Taylor read this, you know, six hours ago. And then she never responds. Right. Because with the regular text message, it could be like, oh, sorry, I never saw your message. But if you have your read receipts on. Yes. And so it also, I think of it in terms of like ghosting too. Like if you're interested in somebody or you're trying to set up plans, being left on red is like, okay, I know they saw my message three days ago. Right. And they have not responded to me. It yeah. kind of leads towards ghosting. Yeah. So uh, so I think that one is more like, oh, you can just know what it is from the title. Leaving someone on delivered is like that next level of disrespect where you have your red receipts on and you don't even want to read someone's message so much. Like you don't even want to open that message. You have your red receipts on, you're leaving them on delivered. You don't even open their text. You just leave it in your inbox and you keep the notification on your phone. Mm. So they wouldn't know it, but it's just how you're treating them. Yeah. So like if you texted me about work and you're like, Hey, have you done this thing? And I'm like, Oh, I haven't done that thing. I'm not even, I'm not even going to open it. Yeah. Cause then he'll never know that I saw it and read it. So yeah. it's like, Oh my gosh, like but I never opened little it. Little pro tip. Just turn off your read receipts for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do just, that. That's true. I, I mean, I have mine on for everybody because I, really? I want people to trust me. But I go and turn them off for certain people. So if my red receipts are off for you. Well, I would advise you if you continue <laughs> to work in church for a long time, that that overlap between work and stuff gets a little blurred. And so, you know, a lot of times on like weekends, somebody might text me about a church related thing mm -hmm. and I am not going to address it right <laughs> You like then. look around, you're like, mm. Well, so, so I don't have, I don't think I have my read receipts on for anybody. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the principle from this one goes back to ghosting. It's just kind of like, instead of avoiding people and leaving them on delivered, which I do all the time, I'm so guilty of this, but it's like, you could just address it and be like, Hey, I can't talk right now. Hey, I don't like what you're saying to me. Hey, I'm busy that, you know, just, or just make sure you circle back around. Like I, I, yeah. I personally am a very responsive text messenger, mm -hmm. like because my phone's always within proximity. So if I get a message, I almost always reply within minutes. Mm -hmm. um, so I know I, I'll get frustrated with people when it's like, it's been a good 24 hours. I kind of need to know yeah. this thing. I would appreciate if you would give me a reply. Yeah, and it's just like, would you want someone to do that yeah. to you? Don't yeah. do it to them, that kind of thing. Wow, we are really Left on red. Mm. Okay, this one you might not know. Actually... You might know this one. No cap? I, I don't know. I could guess. Okay, okay. I want you to guess. No cap. Could you use it in a sentence or would that be giving too much away? Um, it would, it, it would give it away. Is it like... I didn't see your message. No cap. Like, I'm not exaggerating, so it's all in lowercase? Does it have to do with capital letters mm -hmm. versus... Oh, okay. That was my guess. Something to do with like... Because when people t do things in all caps, it's like yelling right. or exaggerating. So I thought it was a play off that. No. This one is... Um, I don't know. This yeah. one. Okay, this is... So he's going to learn I'm, something. I'm getting older. <laughs> no, no cap means that you're not lying. So you add it. This is what Urban Dictionary says. Okay. Meant to convey authenticity and truth. So you add it to the end. It's like saying, it's the new I swear. Okay. So you add well, what, it to the end of like, something. But like, what is the cap referring to? Um, is it short for something or? No, I don't know. I don't know where, but people like use the emojis, like the no, the do not, like the, okay. the anti sign and, and then, then the cap emoji. Okay. No cap. Like maybe I'm not hiding anything. I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm not, no shade. 
no cap. So you just say whatever you need to say and you add no cap at the end. Okay, well, that was a new one for me. Yeah. Which, do you use it? Um, do I use no cap? It depends who I'm talking to. Like, Mark and I say it, but, like, not we're using it to, like, your, make fun of, yeah. you know. It's used ironically. Yeah. So not when you're talking to old people, you don't no. use it with me. Well, I'm more likely to use I swear, which is the same concept. Okay. So maybe you could speak into that. Like, like that. The Bible says not to swear. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, the thing of, um. I think if you're having to add qualifiers to your statements, it's because you're already untrustworthy. Right. And so, you know, where the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be yeah, no. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So, you want to, I want to have a, a reputation developed of being a man of my word and honoring what I say so that I don't have to convince people to believe what I say. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's. That's it. But I know that a lot of people no use cap. no cap as a joke. So we're not like trying to roast people. For a lot saying, of times slang is used ironically yeah. just to be silly. Yeah. But we wanted to speak some truth with this podcast. Mm. So someone mm. had to There's say There's some it. truth. We almost stayed in time that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I might have to cut some out. Okay, okay. this one's funny. It Pick shouldn't take two ones. minutes. Um, period. <laughs> in a... That one's a very commonly no, used word. Um, so. not, it doesn't have anything to do with, with the human body or anything. <laughs> okay, okay. That's <laughs> even worse. Um, in a slang sense? Is it like... Have you heard me? I say this a lot. I'm, well, I like, say like, something and then I'm like, period. Like like the end of a sentence? Like that's a declarative statement? Yeah. Okay. This one, it's kind of... It's just... So it does have to do with punctuation. No, it's not... like that's the end. Uh, okay. Kind of like mic drop? Okay, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. You're getting there. It's not to do with punctuation but it does signify like and that's it it's kind of like no cap i think they can be used interchangeably okay um it urban dictionary says a word used after a statement to emphasize its f finality mm -hmm. finality yeah you can enunciate so, either way um yeah, yeah. so like so i'll like say my, something yeah, and then yeah, i'm like I'm period or you'll say something and i agree with you and i'm like period sis oh like, that's me banging on the table like but secular amen <laughs> yeah literally that is exactly what period amen. like <laughs> Are you going to yell period out next uh, sermon? I might have to, yeah. But I think it's really common, like, um, if someone roasts someone else, and then you're like, oh, period. Or, like, you're complaining about something, and then people are like, period, sis. It, it's also followed by sis a lot. Me and Brenna use this one a lot. Okay. Good to know. No, that, I, I don't think I had heard that or picked up on that. Yeah, that one's good. I, I say that one way too much. It's okay. embarrassing. Okay. And, it, and by the way, if you're wondering how it's spelled, if you and Emily want to start texting it to each other, it's period, but there's a T on the end. Instead of a D or in addition? D-T. Like, look how periods, I have it spelled. It's like all periods, caps, and there's a bunch um, of Ts. Period. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably not going to use that. And if you have to do you. your hand like this. Okay. Like a zipper. Period. All right, next. Um, pressed. Which, this one, I actually didn't... I had a definition made up for this one, but it was wrong. So I learned today. Pressed, like P-R-E-S-S-E-D. So is it like referencing Corinthians where we're hard pressed on every side? Um, is that what this slang is? You know what, yes. It's some Bible slang. Yeah, it is. Is it just mean, you know, like stressed out, busy, overloaded? Wow. Yeah. Why is this for, you, it's words kind of have I know, but I meaning. didn't get that from it. So I'm, it's like, wow, you picked up on hey, it. Can wow, you do this I thing didn't. like, nah, I'm super pressed, got school okay. and homework. Hmm. Okay. Is that a correct usage? I've seen it used as Use like, it in a sentence. like, like, okay, you're being, like, let's say that you're stressed out about something okay. and you're being rude to me, like you're taking it out on me. I'd be like, why are you so pressed? Oh. Or I see someone being rude to someone else. 
and I'm like, why are you so, why is that person so pressed? Or, oh, Jared's pressed. So it's like more of an attitude because of the stress in right, your life right. versus just like me using an explanation that I'm busy. Yeah, like you wouldn't say I'm pressed. Could I be like, hey, I'm sorry I snapped at you. I'm pressed right now. <laughs> Could I do that? Yeah, I get or Or like, yeah, or you could say like, oh, I'm pressed about this. But I think people that use this aren't going to say like, I'm pressed because I have a lot of schoolwork and I'm really busy and I spend way too much time reading my Bible. It's more just like, <laughs> I'm pressed because um, they got my Starbucks order wrong and now I'm pressed. So kind of like first world problems? Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. But to me, I thought it was short for depressed. <laughs> so, which I sense. guess isn't that different of a definition, but the way I was using it, I was like, oh, I'm pressed. And then... You know, it would be because I'm sad. So you misuse your own slang. Yeah, but I put did it on the you, did list. Did you have it's funny. the? Did you read the definition already? Before today. No, just like right now. Did you already say like how Urban Dictionary? Oh yeah. Said? Oh no, I didn't. Oh. Stressed, upset, annoyed. So you okay. got it, right on there. Killing it. Yeah. I know my words. Pressed. Okay, Hard this one. Hard pressed on every side. Yeah, you know, scripture. It came from scripture. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what we're gonna go with. Um, okay, this one. You know this one. To, when someone gets roasted. Yeah. I feel like that's been around. I mean, Comedy Central roasts have been around for a long that's time. That's true. Okay. I just, I added it's, it because. It is popular right now. I think I want it. Okay. How would you describe it? And then I'll when go. somebody gets made fun of in an insightful way, you know, it's like you really zinged them or nailed <laughs> it. It's like, oh, you got roasted. Yes. Yeah. To be utterly dissed and owned. Utterly dissed. To get burned by a group like of people. Is like a reference to cows? Yeah. Like, that one's next on the list, utterly. actually. No, I think I put this one on the list because I wanted you to talk about, like, roast, like, roasting, and I know it's not a biblical thing at all, but it's, like, it's, I feel like some people, they get roasted a lot, and it really messes them up. Yeah, getting, like, overly picked on. And just made fun of in front of a group of people, like, how harmful that can be. Because for me, I, I haven't been roasted, like, roasted, roasted in front of a group of people, but if I did, I would probably, like, it would mess me up really bad. Yeah, I mean, um... So humor, humor is kind of in that weird area. Like, it's um, a lot of humor is at other people's expense. And if it's with a group of friends that have trust and closeness and you can kind of poke at each other, it's good to not take life too seriously. But a lot of times, um, I, I, I definitely say more with younger people, even more like, I would say even more high school I saw than yes. college. It's like, okay, what flaw can you expose so that everybody's looking or laughing at somebody? And, yeah, that's going to be... Yeah, if you, and especially, you know, it'll if it's overused with a group too much, everybody's going to be walking on eggshells. Mm. Um, so, yeah, don't, don't do damage. Um, yeah, yeah, you, can, you could very much cause harm. And, honestly, I would say, you know, if you want, like... Um, that type of humor, you do really want to be close to people so that intense, not misunderstood. And also, so like, say you were just picking on somebody you casually know, you don't, you might not know what they really struggle with. You don't yeah. might know their family background. You could, you could jab at something that is a deep wound yeah. without realizing it. So, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be careful. You gotta know your crowd and audience. Um, mm. I tend to always associate the word with the office episode where Michael gets roasted. So, <laughs> boom, roasted. Yeah. You know? Yes, yes. Yeah. Or like they all roast him 
and then and he, he cries like cries. He cries. That's literally me. Like when my yeah. friends they get around to roasting me, I'm like, no, 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 don't do this. Well, because even if it's said in jest, a lot of times it is truthful things. Yes. And so it is. Like, so it's like, personal. oh, that's yeah. how you really feel like, about okay, me. Okay, I do do, or I do do this, or I do act like this, and we don't like that. The worst roasts are the ones about physical appearance, in my opinion. Like, when you roast someone based on how they look, that is so wrong. Like, to me, that is off limits. No, no, you will not make fun of someone for how they look because they cannot change it. If you roast someone for how they look, like, oh, you have a weird nose. Why are you built like that? You know, things like that. Like, they can't change that. So they're just going to look in the mirror every day and see that. Which is interesting. Sometimes, you know, humor doesn't always translate culturally. Mm. So I... I spent a semester in the Philippines and it was interesting trying to relearn. So physical appearance was not off limit for comments, but other things, and I don't, I don't think I'd be able to articulate it well. It was just, you know, it was six months, but you know, that's, there's still a lot of nuance you can learn. So like some, there was the idea of saving face. So don't put somebody in the position where they don't know something. Mm. So that was really, um, you know, uh, inconsiderate culturally, but somebody could be like, hey, you're looking fatter today. And that was like normal comments. And so like when somebody would say those things, I'd be like, whoa, because that's very taboo here. Yeah, very true. And versus like if I asked you a question that you didn't know the answer, I'd be like, well, how do I get to downtown? And like what, you don't know that? Like that would be considered Ah, very rude to put somebody in a position where they don't know something. But you could comment on their appearance all you wanted. And that wasn't off limits. That is so strange. Yeah. 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 That's good. It's just interesting. Well, culture and humor is a very interesting thing because it doesn't always translate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, we went four minutes on that one. I know. Boom, roasted. Uh, um, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, salty. That, I feel like that's been around. Yeah, but we can talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> kinda, um, you know, if you're, like, kind of upset about something, it's somebody, like, pointing that out to you that you're um, in a bad mood or something. Or or if you are yourself, like, feeling a bit salty about, like, you're unhappy about something that's happened mm. or in a, in a bad mood. Yeah. Being a little salty. Yeah. Um, upset over something little. Um, yeah. Bitter, which I think is a good one. Bitter yeah. encompasses. So also not a reference to the Bible about being salt and light? No, yeah. not that. Okay. Um, this is it more says, of a negative connotation. Yeah, often as a result of being made fun of or embarrassed. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I get salty all the time. Like, if I get made fun of, like, I, I, straight up, like, I'll be salty. <laughs> or if someone corrects me. I feel like I've observed that in you. Yeah. It's not a good trait. So I guess I wanted you to speak into that. Or just, like, that idea of just being upset or offended over the little things and letting it affect your whole mood and yeah. ruin your whole day and your whole week. Which is also, you know, there it's easy to focus on the downside of, like, humor or poking at people, but sometimes it can be helpful and instructive. So, mm. you know, if you're kind of being in a bad mood, it might be easier to be like, Taylor, why are you so salty right now? Yeah. And it kind of points out, like, this isn't a real reason to be upset. Versus like, hey, let's have a three-hour conversation about your feelings. You know, sometimes we can use humor, and you got to be careful, but in a corrective way, it can kind of help expose people. Like, look, you're either taking yourself too seriously, or you're you're getting you're being too a little too sensitive. You're getting bent out of shape really easily. Yeah. It's like, don't be so salty. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah yeah Um, yeah. At the old church I went to, the youth pastor, his name was Sam. If he's listening to this, 
but he would always say all the time, like something would happen, he'd be like, Taylor, why are you so salty? <laughs> Every day he asked me that, he's like, Taylor, why are you so salty? I'm like, get out of my face, stop asking me why I'm salty all the time. But looking back on it- You sound a little <laughs> salty right now, Taylor. Well, because about... he would ask me every day. I'm like, can you leave me alone? But looking back on it, the little things that I was upset over, like he was just being like, why are you upset over this little thing that happened? Yeah. Just don't be so salty, so. Yeah. yeah, letting things roll off your back. Let it go, in the words of Elsa. Right, yeah. We've been watching a lot of Elsa. Oh, gosh. Okay, this one you might not know, so I'm excited. Let's hear it. Um, simping? Simping. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're right, I haven't heard that. Simping. Do you want to guess or no? Um, I don't think you'll get it. You can't get it from the is word. Is it like vibing together that people are getting along well? Mm -mm. Okay, then I have no idea. I'm, I just threw a guess. Good up. guess. I don't think I've heard this. Um, okay, this one is being infatuated over a girl, allowing them to take over your mind and cause you to do things for them that you wouldn't normally do. Ooh. So, so like crushing hard or yeah, to the point where you um, catching feelings. Yeah, <laughs> stop. Like like <laughs> no, like where um, low key. Like you feelings. like a. <laughs> oh gosh like you like a girl and so you start like carrying her backpack for her or you stay up late talking on the phone with her or like so it's like change your behavior yes, because you have because you like this girl so how would you like so i would be simping for emily like how would okay. you use it in a sense yeah so i think simping for emily is a good thing because she's your wife i know but i'm saying like how would you like yeah. express okay. it so like um let's say that like outside Taylor, okay. you you're simping on this person because i saw you do that thing yeah yeah so like you would be roasting me so like okay. let's say um you see me like talking to this guy and i'm like carrying his carrying, coffee you're, you're carrying his backpack <laughs> i don't know i don't know and you're just like oh look at taylor she's simping over that guy okay. but usually it's like guys saying it to each other when they're chasing after a girl so i don't think okay. it would be taylor you're so simping. like you're whipped oh i don't know that one. Oh really so that would be like usually already in a relationship but like if the girl can be like, hey, do this, and you're just like, okay. Yes, I'm, that, yeah, so okay, like, so simping is that, but outside of a relationship. So okay. you're not dating this girl. Okay. Like, you just like her so much that you just do things for her. Okay. Yeah. So you're nice? Okay, but it's, like, nice to the point where Does people notice Does the other person have change. to be, um, like, manipulating you, or is no, it just, No, typically, like, like mm, typically, I think, the honestly, it could be applied to any, but the way I think of it, in my mind, it's, like, a friend zone situation. Mm. So, like, you, the guy... Which could get taken advantage of. Like, the guy knows that the girl doesn't like him like that, but he's just... But he's still simping? Yeah, simping. Okay. Just doing nah. everything for her. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. That's a... And you said guys use it more. Yeah, like, guy, yeah. Or, like, they'll say, you're such a simp. Mm. So that's someone that is simping. Okay. You're such a simp. That's the noun version of the verb. Yeah. I feel like a, f a few months ago, like, this was a very big word. It's kind of trickled down. I don't feel like I've heard it at all. Oh, I, Yeah. Yeah, it's on TikTok. Not that I'm on TikTok, but I've heard it from sounds, my sources. Sounds, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe you could just speak into being infatuated over someone and letting it, like, just change, just changing your routine and who you are for someone, just how that can... There could be a, 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 um, a negative, but it's not... I wouldn't say necessarily, like, it is a negative. Like, you know, I would say if you have grown an affection for someone, that being kind and showing that affection in that regards like by doing things i wouldn't necessarily off the bat say that's bad it's better than like the younger mentality of like oh i like that girl so i'm gonna be mean to her mm, yeah and 
you know, and even if you want to play that out long term, like like I said, you know, I'm simping on Emily. You know, I want to sh <laughs> I want to show a lot of deference is kind of that bigger yeah. word for my wife, um, and, and in general for for my female relationships, I, I, that's still a mentality I have of showing kindness and yeah. going above and beyond, like. And so, and so, like, one of the big love languages is acts of service. So I wouldn't say it's necessary. I would say be careful if you're the object of somebody's affections to not abuse that. And that kind of goes into friend zoning or leading on. Like, mm -hmm. don't take advantage of the fact, like, oh, this person's super into me. I can get them to do things <laughs> that I want. You know, don't. Yeah. yeah. So don't use people. But, I mean, as far as, like, wanting to show someone you care about them, being nice and doing extra things for them I wouldn't say necessarily it's like a huge negative yeah and I think that's something I saw with the whole like simping thing because for girls simping isn't a bad thing it's just like why can't guys just be nice to me so it's that act of like oh he's just being nice but yeah. to other guys they're like oh you're you like that girl so much you're being nice to her well, it kind of goes nice back things. to the roasting thing you know we look yeah. for anything any form of weakness somebody can take advantage of and make right. fun of you for yeah, so maybe you're just a nice person. Right. So I wouldn't necessarily say off the bat that's a bad thing. But like anything, it can get out of hand or be in misproportion to how it should be used. Yeah. Okay, we've got two more. Mm. Um, I think you've heard of both. Okay. The first one, spilling the tea. You know. That's, is it kind of like spilling the beans? <laughs> Let's speak. What do you think about? What do you I think? I feel like y'all were talking about this recently, so I heard, it's... Like, it's like sharing secrets, right? Yeah. 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 So, Gossiping. which it would be like spilling the beans. Like, yeah. you told something, you shouldn't. Yeah. But spilling the tea is more elegant. It's like between girls and like, <laughs> oh, spill the tea, sis, period. Beans are still too, yeah, too crude. Nobody yeah. likes beans. Hey, some good baked beans No beans. Um, Urban Dictionary says, gossiping, starting drama. And then, I didn't like the definitions that it gave, so I looked up just the word tea. And this is what it said, which I liked. The best gossip... A bonding tool for people of all ages. So like <laughs> spilling the tea. So positive. A right. bonding tool. Spon like spilling the tea is something that people can bond over. Like it's so healthy. Yeah. Really right. That's what the you. Bible says, right? Yeah. <laughs> About gossiping. Yeah. That's a bonding element. Yeah. No. Um, so spilling has. I feel like some version of that has been that's slang for a long time. Like, hey, come on, spill. Like I yeah. know. I know you know. I know you or, know yeah. something. Tell me yeah. the secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Just spilling other people's secrets, not a, never a good thing. No, there is, you know, so sometimes we know things or experience things or hear things that are harder for us to carry. Mm -hmm. And so, so I would say here's the distinction between like, hey, I need to share something with a friend versus like gossiping. A lot of it goes to motivation. So are you sharing it to get a reaction because they would be find you interesting because of what you know? Or like... It is, it is something that has become a burden that you're having a hard time handling on your own. That's and, good. Yeah, because so also, you know, like like as a pastor, there are times, like I have two very close friends that, you know, that I trust and are very trustworthy. And sometimes I just need to tell them some of the things that are going on mm. that aren't necessarily like, that are more external situations or church situations. Because like I need to be able to process and I need to be, I need other people's input um, and so there is, um, sometimes there's a line to figure out. So sometimes I, I do understand like, 
hey, I heard this rumor, I heard this thing, and I feel like I need to tell somebody else because I'm not sure what to do with mm. this. Which is a different motivation to be like, oh my gosh, when they hear this, they're going to be... <laughs> yeah. 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 So so yeah. sometimes gossip is what what is the motivation behind what you... So spilling the tea sounds more like, ooh, I heard something juicy, and when they find yeah. out about that... Yeah. Or the intention behind it is like, oh, I'm going to make this person like me by we both hate the same person or i want my friend to also dislike this person I right heard. yeah very true yeah. which i do that all the time <laughs> so i need to not you do need that. to keep your tea in your cup and sip it right on your own. or just like share it with like share my tea with only certain people but not everyone like it's not a big gallon thing at the church potluck like it's yeah, just a we're little not cup all dipping into the same yeah 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 i've been feeling very convicted about gossip lately so I think this one, I'm like, oh my gosh. I it's mentioned a lot in scripture. I know. And we, I feel like we kind of think of it as not really all that bad. Yeah, it's one of those excusable sins, and mm -hmm. it's so common. Like, it's, oh, everyone's like, oh, I have a gossip problem. It's just a personality trait. Hi, I yeah. have a gossip problem. <laughs> I'm just a Christian who gossips a little. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last one. Okay. Which I think, I think you'll know. Woke, being woke. That one's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like that one means a whole lot of different things depending on who you're talking to and now i feel like it's just kind of become a parody so at one point i would say it was being used um to be like you're just a bit more aware socially yeah and culturally and now it's just kind of i feel like the term has jumped the shark and it can mean anything you want it to mean anymore um and i'd say i hear it i hear it used most often in a negative sense of like an accusation mm. versus somebody using it to define how they felt about something. Right, like they're like, oh, they think they're woke. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Yeah, Urban Dictionary says the act of being very pretentious about how much you care about a social so issue. So that's already in a negative sense. Right, so it's like, yeah. So I don't think, I think nowadays people wouldn't want to call themselves woke. Like, oh, I'm yeah, woke. I'm not sure if people are, uh, there, I think some people might still use it in a positive sense. Like, because it is, you know, I think it's playing off being awake. Like you're not yes. sleeping on major things, but also kind of be like, on. <laughs> like, you know, like, why aren't you finishing your meal? Aren't there kids starving in Africa? They'd love to have it, you know, that. And I think yeah. that's the pretentious element. It's like, you yeah. you care more than everybody else yeah or, or it's like oh you don't care about this well yeah. you suck because yeah. i care about this yeah. because i'm awesome yeah i think especially with you know everything that happened last summer with black lives matter and then just i mean every day there's something going yeah. on and people are being woke yeah air quotes around it where it's like i i'm educated about this and you're not jared yeah. oh you're stupid and you suck yeah like look how awesome i yourself. am yeah like look how much i care about people because yeah. i i'm woke yeah know? but on on the other hand so i would say giving it it's due on the positive sense for some of the the connotation with it it's like you should be aware of issues in the world I, and i would say that's a as a christian like i don't want to be ignorant of suffering and i don't want to be ignorant of legitimate problems especially if i live in like an affluent area and just act like everything's okay like oh why why do people complain no like i, I as a believer honestly i try to inform myself a lot about the darkness that just surrounds the world so one of the things that's come to mind is like literally like knowing about uh slavery in the world mm. like literally like that's that's I'd say something I, I care about a lot and you know some organizations I support like literally there's like 45 million people that are still slaves like legit mm. slaves and so there's a lot of people who, like just don't know that 
So woke, I would say in a positive sense, is like, no, I'm going to dig in and investigate mm. that there are issues in the world that I want to know about and care aware. about. Yeah, like knowing, knowing how many people live below the poverty line, knowing how many people still don't have access to clean water. I would, I would say some of that is a positive access, uh, pos- positive way of thinking about like being woke. Like you are aware that there are still issues. Like I don't want to just be in my bubble. But yeah, using it in a pretentious way or to like to try to make yourself better than yes. others. Uh, or even that perception that you are like trying to make others see how good of a person you are because yeah. you're woke and you know certain things. Yeah, so I wouldn't slay it's slang, but uh, have you heard the term virtue signaling? Mm-mm. So it's like, it's a lot of times it's associated with social media. So like it's, I posted something with a hashtag, which means you know, I'm creating change. So it's just like trying to be like, look, I'm virtuous. I did something great. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not really, you know, you're not fixing you any problem. Yeah. yeah. And so not yeah, we could go down the rabbit hole on this um back a couple of years ago there was this big thing in nigeria with a terrorist organization called boko haram that kidnapped a ton of high was school it the age Coney 2012 thing no that that's a that's a different thing so they they kidnapped i think it was over a hundred like uh, school-aged girls and it was this big i mean it's a huge terrorist incident mm-hmm. and so for like three months Every celebrity, every person, you know, did some form of activist, and it was there was this hashtag "Bring Back Our Girls," mm-hmm. and so for like three months, everybody cared about it, and so everybody shared a picture, or did a hashtag or anything. Um, and, and if I, I, I haven't looked into this, this isn't something I'm very well researched. You know, eventually everybody just kind of forgot about the story, and I, I believe there has been some girls released, but the most of them have. I've not ever been seen again. Yeah. So people virtue signal like, oh, I care. I'm in the know. I, I'm an activist. Checkbox. Yeah, yeah. You you want to present that image of like of being woke in the positive sense without actually ever doing anything. Mm. And so I would, I associate it a lot with social media of just yeah. talking about things versus the people who actually, you know, volunteer their time uh, or actually try to solve problems in the world and who don't feel the need to flaunt it on yeah it's because media. you care about fixing the problem not about presenting an image of yourself right yeah exactly i think that yeah but, i think I mean, that, that captures it that could be a whole nother no conversation. it literally could because yeah. it's a just the whole social justice warrior thing and just yeah. everyone's a which activist which is easy to like kind of crap on that whole idea but so in, in the, the positive sense, like Christians, like we're called to be light and darkness. Mm. And so honestly, we should be looking for darkness and asking ourselves how we as followers of Jesus can uh, step into those areas and go be a light, be salt and light in the yeah. world around us. Like we should not be ignorant of the problems in the world. We should seek to correct them. Um, yeah. So not to, we don't want to make light of it. And I think most of that happens uh, off the internet and not on the internet is my own personal take. Yeah, and I think, like you said, with the gossip thing, it's the intention, too. Like, you really have to check your intentions yeah. about, like, why am I pretending to care about this thing so much? Or yeah, do the I actually intention's care? a good question, and also, like, is this helpful? Mm. So even mm. if, like, you're like, <laughs> oh, man, I do really, you know, if you hear a news story about a ton of girls being kidnapped, of course you care. Like, who? everybody has mm. a heart. So I'm not, I'm not saying those people didn't actually care in those moments, but, like, that accomplished nothing yep. putting up a hashtag. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And so, yeah, what are your intentions, and is this helpful? Yeah. Yeah, some, some good questions to ask. Yeah, I think I think this was a good episode. There were only two that you didn't know. Uh, simping, and what was the other one? Um, I uh, need to file these away. No cap. No cap. 
No cap. This, is this podcast episode no cap? Yeah, no this cap This is a on good episode, no cap. Yeah. Period. Period, sis. There was one I left out that doesn't need explaining. It's just funny, and it's really big right now. Okay. It's like, sheesh! Have you heard that? I feel like people have been saying sheesh a long time. No, like but you have to do it in that voice. Like, sheesh! Was it a meme or a gif or something? I don't know. It's on TikTok, but everyone's saying it now. Okay. So we can be like, like, this episode was good. No cap. Period. Sheesh! Okay, I'm not going to do that. One voice. after the other after the other. You ha- it's like... It's just a thing that the kids are saying. Okay. It's but kinda anyway. Like, kind of like a yeet, a yeet type scenario? It's the same as, um, you know that one gif where, like, all the guys are in a circle and then they say the D word and it's like, dang, but they don't say dang. Do you know what I I'm talking about? I don't think I've seen that. Well, it's like, it's like, jeez, sheesh, woo. Okay. That's like, that's a, like, woo. Okay. Like, it's hot you're, in here. You're oh, just my gosh. Sounds <laughs> <of this one. laughs> yeah, okay. Cacao! Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is a good episode. Anything can be slaying at this point. And I do want to add, next episode, if you made it this far, the uh, next episode is our listener questions episode, mm. which Jared will also be on. So if you have any questions that you want Jared to answer, um, send those in. And it needs to be this week. Okay, guys? I still have gotten zero emails. We made this new email account. And nobody's emailing me, so I would really appreciate it if Some, you emailed somebody me. Somebody help Taylor be a little less salty and email her a question. Yeah. Where can they email you? Um, asking for a friend at psbible.com. All one word. And, um, yeah, we really would like... We have some questions that people have texted to me, which it's like, oh, why would you text me, email me? But I'm, I'm, I'm happy with any questions. Did you leave them on red when they texted no, you? No, I, I did not leave them on red. But I feel like when I say email me and no one does, that y'all are leaving me on red. Y'all okay. are like, oh. Or on delivered? Yeah, delivered. Y'all aren't even, <laughs> it's not even being delivered. Do you, do you even listen to the part where I said email? But anyway, that's next episode. So we're excited. It's going to be good. I think it literally you will be asking for a friend at that point. Cause yeah. Because it's not the questions you came up with yourself. Right. And if nobody emails, then I guess I'm going to have to write some more questions. I mean, okay. we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But thanks for listening. See y'all, bye.